Let's get cosy. Let's get cosy. Welcome back. Welcome back to that Drum Couple podcast. Marbella Editions. Marbella Editions. Hosted by... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to say that. You say that. Hosted by... <laughs> Just say your name. Lucy. And Cal. You normally you. say Lucy I know, and Cal. but we had to throw in the Marbella Editions bit, so it's throwing it all out of whack. Oh, okay. This is actually the second time we've had to record this Guys, bit. I hate Callum. Yeah, I deleted the whole first section of the... Uh... We were like vibing, we were like... Just got back from the gym, we were on a bit of a high. Now oh. I am exhausted and yeah. we're having to re-record the first bit because Callum deleted it. So you'll see there'll be a little bit of a lighting change yes. as the sun had gone down since we filmed. The sun was shining in. The first bit. Yeah. But anyway, all we were really talking about was Marbella. Where, where we are, why we're yeah. here, what we're doing. Where we come from. Wait, what's it? <laughs> <laughs> we are. I've so, gone delusional. So we are in Marbella, um, in Spain, and we Living are here our best lives. because we couldn't deal with the winter in the UK anymore. We just didn't want to work in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to be there. Do you know what? We actually had enough. We thought, I'm not doing it anymore. It's pouring with rain. It's dark. It's cold. I've had enough. Do you remember? So we were driving to the airport. Sunday morning, oh, early Sunday morning. Died. It was horrendous, foggy, raining. The taxi driver literally couldn't see the road. He was like, hold on, guys. He was driving <laughs> so carefully. It was horrific. It was so bad. And I remember just thinking, I, I just can't wait to get into the sun. But it's always best when you leave a country and it's, yeah. like, disgusting. And then we landed in Marbella, well, in Malaga, at, like, 10 a.m., Bright blue sky, yeah. 19 degrees. Oh, it's beautiful. Heaven. It's February. Like, my brain is so confused. It genuinely feels like July or August right I, now. I've never had, like, a little winter escape like this before. Neither have I. And I think it's going to be a regular... Oh, I'm doing it every year. To be honest, I, I'm surprised we didn't do it from January onwards. I like how we've done it, though, because we went... We did, like, a little sort of winter holiday in Copenhagen. Yeah. Sort of late November. Yeah. It's but good. that's because you're still in, like, a Christmas mood. Exactly. Then. It's yeah. like the build-up to the festivities, and yeah. like, that was quite nice. So it's nice to do that, and then obviously this time of year to go and oh, it's, I think it's get a bit of and, and I'm shocked at the fact that we're in Europe. Like we haven't had to go as far as Bali or Dubai yeah, yeah. to get nice weather this time of year. It's honestly beautiful here. Like it's 18, 19 degrees, but yeah. warm 19 degrees. Like I was literally like burning out on the balcony. Yeah, it, so it feels warm. really warm. It feels so warm. Obviously, it's a little bit chilly in the mornings and the evenings, but that's fine. Um, and it's just. Yeah, it's such a relief to just wake up in the morning and it's blue sky. It makes you yeah. want to jump out of bed and excited to start well, the day. You've been getting up before me, which you, you never do. It's unheard of. Also, by the way, just before we go into that, just want to say the audio is going to sound a bit funny. Yeah. Um, because we only had a certain amount of luggage allowance and we couldn't fit the mics in. So we've just got these little handheld ones. So it's not going to be the best audio in the world. So it we was a last minute... Um, Decision. decision they yeah. were le just left we literally they? had the mics and we were like they're going to take us over the limit so yeah. we took them out but we didn't want to miss a podcast day so that's why no, we're still exactly. doing it regardless um but yeah you're right i have been like a spring chicken yeah what did you say earlier i said you were you were solar charged yeah like you said i've got like solar panels on my head because when i'm in the sunshine i just you just get so much more get energy. powered up yeah you do you, you just have like this little like yeah, like, that's why I need to live in somewhere. I need to live in a nice country, or I need to come. I need to come back here next year, January through to March, I reckon. Oh, that's nice. Although, okay. and then where are we going in March? Expensive. Well, we'll get back home for my birthday in March. Okay. But then, but also we're staying in an Airbnb, so it's not as if we're in a hotel where we have mm. to eat out every meal. We've. It feels like a home from home. Yeah, like there's a few things that we're missing, like an air fryer would be lovely. <laughs> We've had to learn how to cook again. I've forgotten how to use a frying pan, <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> Nespresso, oh, come on. Nespresso, coffee. You are so annoying. It's just a little creature comforts, though, isn't it? But I, I'm not saying that I'm not enjoying it at all. Like, this, it's so good to be here. And, like, we, we're still in a really nice routine. We've got the Airbnb, so we're cooking most of our meals from yeah. home. Obviously, on the weekend, we might go out for a couple of meals, got a yeah, bit of downtime. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, you know, we are not here on holiday. We are here to work. So our routine's been... Well, mine in particular has been very similar to at home. So, you know, we wake up, we have a coffee, start work. We're both kind of working 8.30, 9 o'clock till about 12, 12 one. yeah. And then we head to the gym. We're filming in the gym, getting content. Then we go find a nice cafe, get a coffee, 
edit, edit the content. Yeah, yeah, do a bit more work, finish off work for the evening, and then back home up the mountains. Oh God! No one told us that it's like up Kilimanjaro. Up, up. Wait, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> We are like at the top of a hill, though. Like uh, where, Mount Everest. where um, where the building is, where our is the summit. Airbnb is. <laughs> like it, there's a curved road that goes round, and it meets at the top where our building is, and then goes down either, either side. side. There's our no- shins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pure agony. But it's not. It's not just like you'd expect it to just be like a, you know a hillside cliff where it just constantly goes up and up and up or up levels off up levels off it's not it's like up down up down further down up and then it's just like there's a really really steep hill yeah and then you get to the top of that and you're like oh my god finally up that and then it's like a gradual (laughs) hill going up from there and you're like more hill but like gradually for about 500 meters yeah and i wore sliders on our first day not knowing all of this and honestly i'm just in agony it's so but it's it's fine it's just like 15 minute walk feels a lot harder because it's this so is, steep this is why everyone here is so fit and I healthy know, like they yeah. all look so good yeah that was the one thing that we were slightly worried about because mm. we probably do have a bit of imposter me and you aren't you're quite confident yeah but i do I, think quietly we're both a little bit insecure and we do have a little bit of imposter syndrome so when we first arrived on sunday granted like we were grubby as hell like we had just come off a flight we woke we were up at 3 a.m that morning we were in trackies I had no makeup on. We probably yeah. stank. You know, like the classic, you've been traveling all morning type of situation. Also, Callum was like fuming because he was lugging this 20 kilogram suitcase up the up the hill. Those I was like, hills. Callum, oh God, got to tell them the story. So we got in the Uber from the, tax, from the airport and I was like, I've seen this amazing place on Instagram. We're going to this place, box kitchen. Let's go get there. It's closed. Closed on Sundays. Didn't check. So the taxi guy was like, do you want me to take you somewhere else? And I was like, no, it's fine. We'll figure it out. So we got out of the car. Then we realised how hilly Marbella is. We, we didn't even know because you were like, oh, it's about a half hour walk. Why we didn't think to just get an... No, oh, I no. think it was a bit less than that. Do you know what it was? Is because we couldn't check in until three. three. So we had so much time to kill. And it was like half 11 at this point. So we were like, well, let's just go and have a little bit of a stroll. And we did did for a little bit. And then we were like what are we going to do? No, and then I was like, okay, there's another cafe that I've seen on social media that I really want to try. Let's go there. It's only 15 minutes away. Yeah. But 15 minutes is up this yeah, 15 minutes massive up hill. hill. Callum's dragging a 20 kilogram case. We've both got our massive bags on our backs. We're like dripping in sweat. We turn up at this really posh cafe. Everyone's like dolled up, their hair's done. Everyone's looking like rich and sun-kissed. And we were just like, we're not going to get that in. Like, we were literally stood across the road like going... Do we just change in the street? Like, do we change our clothes? <laughs> we, what are we going to do? Like, like we can't, we can't, I can't go in like this. And then we were like, do you know what? Screw it, we have to. We've just got to go because we can't just stand here and yeah, do Yeah, we like, we're not going to get turned away. Let's just go and sit outside and just slutty and we blend over, in. As soon as we walked over, though, to be fair, there was, like, there was a few people who, not maybe quite as scruffy as us, but, like, were... You in, were, like, trackies, And it, we yeah. clearly looked like we'd just arrived. Yeah, of course. Like, just come off the plane. But then there was also, obviously, people that had come out for a lovely Sunday yeah. coffee, yeah. looking gorgeous. And I was like, oh, my God, everyone is models here. We need to leave. But it was really nice. Was and we, fine, and, and yeah. to be honest, since then, we feel like we fit in a bit more. We're in gym stuff all the time. Yeah. We've tried M13, which is the gym M13 we've been going to. Good. Yeah, enjoyed that. It's um, really cool. Again, another time that we were like, we yeah, can't, we just can't felt go. awful yesterday when we went to go train there for the first time. And we were like, oh, we're just not going to, you know, we've spoken about this before, training at a new gym, not knowing anyone, not knowing any of the equipment, not knowing what to expect. Mm, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Not knowing what to expect. And we walked in and we were like, as soon as we started training, we were like, oh, yeah, we know what, what we're doing. What were we worried about? Also, there was like four people in there. <laughs> it was so quiet. No, I wouldn't say anyone was friendly. No one's really smiled at us No, yet. true. But then I, I wouldn't expect but I don't, them to. I, I know, and I don't really We're walking care. around with our cameras out. Like, they're yeah. probably like, oh, God. But we genuinely thought it would be like so busy. Yeah. Everyone would be looking at us. But it's been so nice. So, yeah, we've got, we'll do a few more sessions there. And then there's a couple of other gyms we want to try um yeah try and train at some cool like outdoor gyms yeah yeah it's been it's been really good so far and as i said we've stuck to a really nice routine um so we're gonna cook some we're cooking dinners we're cooking our lunches and stuff yeah. 
which is really nice. And then on the weekend, I think we're going to try a few restaurants, which will be nice. Absolutely. Feel a bit more like we're on holiday. Yeah. But it's definitely been needed. We were really struggling at home, and I think this has just been the boost that we needed yeah. already, and it's only day two. Yeah, I think just having that sun when you wake up, that routine... But somewhere it, nice. It kind of takes you out of your... That the new, usual day-to-day -day yeah, routine, but you kind of build a new one. I think it kind of sparks, for me anyway, it's really sparked. And I, I've seen it in you as well. It oh, so sparked your more, creativity. So much more and creativity. Productivity yeah. as well, all of yeah. it. Like, we're just, we're excited to start the day. And yeah. that's what we were missing. So it's done its job already on day two, which is great. Absolutely. So, yeah. Really happy to be here. Shall we get into the episode? Yeah. Let's go for it. First, you just hear a quick message from us and then we'll jump into a game. Sounds good. We just want to jump in here and say thank you to every single one of you who listens to the podcast or watches us on YouTube. We hope our community continues to grow and we can inspire more people to start their own journey in the world of fitness. All we ask is that you share this with someone who you think would enjoy listening to us chat each week. And don't forget to drop in your own questions and gym stories to us on social media at that gym couple pod so we can read them out loud each week. Now then, back to the episode. So I thought I'd play, well, I thought we'd play, not me on my own, that would be a bit weird. I thought yeah. we'd play a game um, that I feel like I'd made, I invented myself, but play, based on another game. I don't okay. think I've seen this anywhere else in these sort of... Heard it here first. This sort of context. So it's like Snog, Marry, Avoid. Okay. But it's train, program, and bin. Okay. So it's going to be exercises. It's going to be three exercises. Yeah. So you have to say which one you train once, which one you would... What, you train it once and you'd never want to do it again? Never do it again. Okay. So that's like the snog. Which one you oh, would okay. program, which yeah. is like having your exercises so regularly, which one you're going to marry. Like marry. Yeah. And then bin is avoid, obviously. Got you. So just okay. get in the bin. Right. So... Like it. For you, we're going to go three leg exercises... Perfect. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do a Smith machine single leg step up. Yeah. Okay. A RDL dumbbell. Dumbbell, dumbbell RDL. Because you said the other day that you were enjoying them I now. do like them. And your last one is going to be um, single leg leg extension. Single no, leg. No, single leg. Um, leg press. Leg press, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's so tough. I love all of them. And they're train, all in my programme. Train, programme or bin. Oh, my God. Okay. I think... Train... Um, single, leg le single leg leg press. Okay. No, that's the one I want to bin, actually. Sorry. Okay, right. Program. Yeah. Dumbbell RDLs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Train, step ups, bin, single leg, leg press. press. Interesting. And I love all of those exercises, but I think I'd rather do a normal leg press than a single leg. Yeah. And a dumbbell RDL. It's great. Yeah. RDL in general, I think it's just a fun movement. It's just a really good staple, really, isn't it? Wow. So are step-ups, though, to be fair. And yeah. the Smith Machine ones, the glute. Yeah, um, you, you enjoy them, to be fair. I do you? enjoy them, but they are hard work. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be mine. Is that okay? That's good, yeah. Okay, yours, I'm going to go upper body, I think. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do shoulder press, seated dumbbell shoulder press. Yeah. Bicep curl. Okay. Ben, uh, Smith Machine bench press. <clears throat> uh, okay. So, train, bicep curl. Okay. Program, Smith bench. I knew you'd say that, yep. And bin, dumbbell shoulder press. Not because I don't think it's a great exercise, I think it's fantastic. My shoulders are just so shot, like, they're... Ah, there's just no point. Yeah, fair. Like, there's so much pain at the moment doing doing an overhead press. Like it's just not worth it. Bin it off. So for me, just bin it off. One more round. <laughs> One more round. Yeah. Right. Let's do upper body for you. Okay. Um, 
We're going to do pull exercises. Okay. So, close grip, lat pull down. Mm-hmm. Um, single arm, high to low cable row. Okay. One and favorites. assisted pull up. <laughs> okay. Right, easy. Is it? Program, single arm, high row, cable row. Can I change the assisted pull up actually? No, because you know my answer. Yeah, yeah I got that. So I'm going to change that to a. to hammer curls. Because I know you like training your biceps. Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, so I would still program the high row. Yeah, well, on the bench. Everyone's favourite. Such a good one for the lats. That's yeah. like the one exercise I honestly attribute my yeah. lat growth to. That Doing yeah, that consistently. It's very much an isolation exercise. Just it feels like good. targets your lats so much if you get it right. Um, okay, yeah, so that I'd program that. Train... Bicep hammer curls. Oh, okay. And bin close grip lat pull down. You're not you're not a fan of lat pull down, really. You are. You I, like. I like it. the neutral grip. I yeah. don't love close grip. I don't feel it as much. Okay. I do sometimes like doing it for variation. I but feel like close grip's nice sometimes because you can go a little, just that little bit heavier. I think I prefer the. You know the um yeah what's the, one the yeah 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 the like this one rather oh, that's than close grip as well I'd say yeah it's close grip but you know the what's the silver attachment called just like <sighs> a V handle yeah don't like that one that much but I no. like the one that you can grip underneath yeah and pull yeah down. so it's like a reverse grip yeah 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 so I okay. think that would be mine that's hard though okay upper body for you no sorry lower body for you okay barbell squat barbell RDL Leg extension. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go from a slightly different perspective on this. Then, the, as opposed to my last one, it was things like I felt comfortable doing. This would be like ultimate. Like this is what you should be doing. Long term, what the better approach would be. Yeah. Okay. Train RDL. Yeah. Program squats. Squat. Yeah. Bin off the leg extension. Squats. Just it's such an overall yeah. leg builder. Yeah. Like it just hits everything. It's not so even good. just legs though, is it? It's like glutes, like pores engage, like yeah. It just and if you get that squat right and you just program them in perfectly and like everything's moving well and you don't feel horrible or your mobility's fine, all the things that mine isn't. Um it just feels so good to progress on squats. Yeah. Because it's such like it's such a good compound lift. And you're right, it it makes more sense to focus on something that's gonna hit more yeah, muscle yeah, groups yeah. than like just leg extension, which will you just want, get your quads. You want an overall leg developer squats. Yeah. You want to smash some strength and, and you know, get that hip hinge movement. That's your RDL there. Well there you go. Someone asked Callum in his question box today, how do I get legs like yours? Yeah. There's your answer. No, that's not your answer. The answer is... Play rugby from a young age. No, the answer is join my online coaching. You'll find out yourself. Nice yeah. little plug there. Yeah. Amazing. That's fun. Yeah. We thought we would talk a little bit about burnout, didn't we? Yeah. Because that is maybe not to the extreme of burnout, but... It's it, kind of the reason why we're here in the first place. It was definitely getting that, to that point. Yeah, it? it was very much so. Like, we were... It was winter, obviously. It's winter, it's, it's winter generally, but at home in the UK, it's really dark, really cold, pouring I with rain. I literally can't even imagine it right now. That sounds so crazy. I don't even want to think about going I'm back. I'm so sorry for everyone who's there. Yeah, I am really that. sorry. But you know what? I was. We just both were like, this is crap. Mm. And I feel like... Everything was just a bit negative and even my work was becoming something that I wasn't enjoying anymore because it was all I focused on yeah, because there's same. not much else going on, is there? Well, you get into that routine, especially in the winter, you know, that, that you wake up, it's dark, it's depressing and mm. then you go, you go to work or you do your work and, and then you finish your work and you still, like, especially for you, you're not exactly going out and sitting outside in a coffee shop and, yeah. you know, you don't really want to leave the house, but when you do, it's raining or just a bit miserable and grey and mm -hmm. and then it's dark by the time you finish working. So you get home, shut the blinds, yeah, shut the curtains yeah. and 
you just yeah whereas in the summer it's sort of like oh should we go to the park after work yeah. and just throw a ball around like we used to go through the rugby yeah, ball yeah. around or like let's go for a walk and do some steps or you know this person's having a barbecue let's go and do that even in the weekday people just do more during the summer yeah. and during winter it just I just felt like work was just becoming every single thing I thought about because I didn't have anything else to think about and that's not a bad thing yeah I'm really passionate about my work but when that's not going as you would like it to that's all you focus on and I felt like I was getting into a really negative spiral and to be honest if I'm really honest I, I, I just completely lost my from from my perspective I said this to you I felt like I completely lost my confidence before yeah, we got here yeah absolutely and I think I'd done the same with my yeah you know, my life was just I just wasn't in a particularly nice place like everything was just a little bit a little bit more effort than it should have been yeah mentally draining mm. and i appreciate that a lot of people are in the same boat and and you know all going through pre- something worse previously like in, in years before i would have just got on with it and just been like ah, it's fine like summer's coming around the corner but mm. i think it's a lot easier when things are kind of going your way but i just i guess i felt they weren't yeah but and i also think that that's quite sad isn't it that we're getting into a habit of living our lives like Oh, the, the weekend's nearly here. Like we did, we did feel like yeah. we were living for the weekends. I've yeah. never really done that before, and I don't want to become that person. And I think there comes that routine, doesn't it? It's well, just, yeah, it's just a bit mundane, yeah. isn't it? But then also constantly saying, "Oh, it's okay. Spring is going to be here soon. Oh, it's okay. Summer's going to be here soon." Like you're never actually enjoying the present because you're always wishing and hoping that time would go quicker so that it's a different time. But that's really sad yeah. because life does go so quickly. Yeah. So being here and waking up to the sunshine and it's 18 degrees and I'm enjoying yeah, right yeah. now. I'm not yeah. like focused on the fact that spring's coming. I'm just no, enjoying exactly. right and, now. And it's just, you just, yeah, we deal with it. There's no, there's no stresses right now. No, but and, I and I'm excited to get up. to work stress, but exactly like getting you up in the mornings in the winter is, is impossible. Yeah. I know. It's impossible. Sometimes I'll be at work at like six in the morning and, and like I'll hear, I'll get a text from Lucy at like seven ish. You know, 7.30 when your alarm goes off. Don't call me out. And then, then I'll get an, I'll respond and then I'll get another one back at like half eight. It's really and it, and difficult. And it's just you just like, you're like, oh, sorry, I just went back to sleep, just didn't want to get up. Do you know like, what? Oh, when, you, when you work for yourself and you don't have someone saying, you must be in at this time, you have to be so self-disciplined mm. to get up at a certain time. And bear in mind, I might wake up at 8.30, but by 9am I am at my laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have to go far, I don't have to put on a face of makeup, I can do no, it in my exactly. pyjamas if I want, so... I'm always up, but oh my god, yeah, it's like I have to drag myself out of bed. Here, yeah, I've been up before you. I've yeah. been like, right, come on, let's make a coffee, let's get yeah. up. I'm outside doing my check-ins. I live for it. I'm like yeah, excited yeah. to chat to my clients. I'm excited to see how they're doing. And no, that shouldn't just be weather dependent. But like, <laughs> what did you say to me earlier? Earlier, we were uh, on the balcony. Lucy, Lucy is what I would call solar charged. So she is. She has solar panels on her head or something. Because <laughs> I think when the sun's out, she just charges up, has all this energy. You were just like, just a little bit nuts. Yeah, he was. I was lying down just after my check-ins, and I was like, just taking a little break out on the balcony. And Callum was like, should we get ready for the gym? And I was like, yeah, let's go, come on, let's go. Like I was just so excited. <laughs> but yeah, I think I just maybe I should live somewhere in the sunshine. Yeah. Can I come? Of course you can. Sweet. Wouldn't want to so, be without you. So what would you, what would you say you think burnout is? Because a lot, of, a lot of people now. This is something that someone kind of, someone messaged me the other day and they said, um, said this. They were like, well, a lot of people would have started the gym in January, and now we are getting towards the end of February, mm. and people are at that point now where they've gone people are starting to burn out from from their from their new training pro- programs their new r- routines their new you know whatever it is mm. um new year's plans and and all that so what would you say burnout is to you in terms of spotting it when you're training specifically training based specifically because i think it kind of i think it does overlap oh 100% I think for me I feel like burnout is when every part of your life is just too much to kind of you just can't do it and Mm. it's just when I have what I think was burnout you know I'm sure people have it at way worse effects than I had it 
but when I felt that I had it and I probably didn't realize till later down the line that that was probably burnout was just no motivation to train in fact yeah um just oh Callum's mic just flew across the table did I hit you in the foot is that painful yeah Oh, come on, it's only a little mic. It's not that bad. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like it's kind of... You lose all, um, all kind of joy and excitement for things. So, you know, you're not excited to train anymore. You don't even really see the point of training anymore. That's just one part of it. Um, everyday stresses that probably wouldn't affect you that much day-to-day -day become massive deals and... For me, when I had it, I became very short-tempered and very impatient. And like I said, one small thing would make me like mm. snap or make me cry or really anxious and exhaustion, like super, super tired all the time. To be honest, like I've never, I wouldn't say I've ever been like actually clinically depressed, but I would say it's on the verge of that. I can imagine that's similar. Some yeah. of the symptoms might overlap a little bit. I think they, they do say like it kind of, it can build to that point, you yeah. know, it can build to chronic it can build to very very dark places like mm. chronic depression it can build to um to to suicidal thoughts like it, it's it's awful like it's yeah. a really really bad thing and if you can't spot it early on i agree i think it's it has its um it needs to have its focus in in what a lot of people do because they don't a lot of people i don't think know how to spot it or when you're in it you don't no. you don't understand it i agree and i think that we live in a society where well i think we do maybe not i don't know about other generations the uk where... i think the uk in whole in a whole like the the work-life balance is awful yeah that's what i was going to say it's like we feel guilty like if you have a sick day oh my god the guilt that you feel for having a sick yeah. day off work so i don't think that we even think to ourselves well if i keep doing this at this rate and at this level i might get burnt out we just keep going and going and going until it hits a point where we physically can't do it anymore yeah that is burnout and, and then, then you're, you're like a, oh. and then you're having like a week off because yeah, you maybe can't longer. You, you can't you are physically sick or some people make themselves physically yeah, ill yeah. like yeah. heart problems like yeah. someone i know really close to me like Due to stress, she has ended up in hospital. Yeah, yeah. Because she thought she was having a heart I know, attack. I know people as well, and people who have um, made themselves ill yeah. from from it. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's it's really really bad. And if you kind of feel like it is a mental health problem, it is a it's a mental sickness burnout. I think. I guess it's a physical one as well. Though. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. It can turn into that, and it's it's very much uh, your whole body's fatigued. You've got no motivation to do anything, um, especially training. Like when I had it in terms of training, I, I felt so drained mm. every time. And I was like, oh, the last thing I want to do is train right now. And yeah. you force yourself to do it. And then the next time, you, the next day, you've got to do the same thing. And you're like, you're even more fatigued and you yeah. can't be bothered. You're not recovering properly. The performance, your output's even worse. And these are all things that, overlap with say your work life your relationship life like it's the same it, it works works the same way and i think when you when you look at people at this time of year seasonal depression mm. um to be honest we probably both had a bit of that yeah yeah i think so seasonal depression people are burning out they they've got to a point now where they've especially with their training that they're kind of like I don't really know what i need to do next yeah i've done six weeks or I've done eight weeks. Where's what's what's the next part? Yeah. Where do I go from here? Who do I reach out to? How do I find out the information that I need to find out? And I think that's a massive um, area that a lot of fitness professionals are not necessarily missing in, but it's it's hard to find those people to help them. Yeah. Because unless they come to you. Yeah, we don't we don't have a crystal ball. No, we exactly. don't know. But I think as well, it it might be getting to the point where you need to adjust your goals slightly. You know, yeah. maybe you've done really well in the past six, seven weeks, or since New Year or whatever. Or maybe you haven't done that well, and maybe there's a reason why, or something's not quite working, or everything you've been doing is working really well. But as you say, you're reaching a stage of burnout. Okay, so that probably suggests that what you're doing isn't that sustainable so something does need to change adjust the goals adjust the bench benchmark for what we're working towards or maybe you do just need a break maybe yeah. you need to take a deload if it's training specific or have a diet break speaking of which 
deloads. <laughs> well, I mean, we touched on this one, last actually. week. Yeah, you did. Um, you you did a deload, mm-hmm. you know, and and I don't know if you want to touch on why you know yeah. why you felt that that was. Yeah, I don't know if I touched on it a couple of weeks ago in the podcast, but it was exactly that, like what you just described. I just felt so exhausted. My recovery was terrible, mm. and considering like the amount of food I've been eating for my bulk, my yeah. reverse diet. My recovery should be pretty good. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't recovering. My DOMS were so bad. So every session I was going into was just, to be honest, painful because my DOMS were so bad. But I didn't want to miss a training day. So I was training whilst I had DOMS, which is never a good idea. Obviously, you're going to have a little bit of DOMS. Yeah. But if you're not recovering, because I think, again, I might have mentioned it. But when, when we have those rest days, when we sleep, our muscles are growing back together. Like the fibers that we've teared during training. Because it's just, you make tiny microscopic tears in the muscle fibers when you train weight train so when you recover and you sleep and all of that they grow back together stronger if you're not recovering you're literally not progressing because you're not giving your muscles a chance to rest Absolutely, and get yeah. stronger so i wasn't progressing i was probably holding a lot of water because i was stressed and tired and just all of it like i just wasn't enjoying training and i said all of this to you and we just said look take a deload have a break and that's fine and that's what i did and you can take deloads in different ways. You can still train and kind of drop the weight back by 50% so that you're, you know, not yeah, working yeah. as hard. Not, yeah. not working as hard, but you're just yeah, you a can, bit of a break. There's a lot of different ways you can take a deload. And, but for you, it was just a case of, like, you were making yourself to the point where you were, you were probably starting to actually get a bit sick, a bit ill. Yeah. Like, you weren't feeling properly yourself. I wasn't and, feeling myself, no. And I wasn't, I wasn't progressing in my training no. either. My strength wasn't going up. So you ended up having having a week off four or five days yeah, it didn't even take a, a full week like sometimes you can take a full week you can take as long as you want really i mean a week's probably enough yeah. but i only really needed like four days and yeah. then on that weekend i felt rested recovered i had a really good leg session i was excited to train nothing hurt when i did train no, it just no, felt exactly, good yeah. and yeah of course i felt a little bit fluffy i felt a little bit bloated because i hadn't trained but i came back stronger i came back yeah. way better so yeah, that was very, very needed. Um, that might lead us quite nicely into talking about diet breaks, I guess. Because yeah. normally if you if you have been dieting for a while and you're in a fat loss phase, and like you say, you're getting to the point where you are really struggling to continue doing what you're doing, it might be that you need a deload that we just talked about, or it might be that you need a diet break. Maybe you need a break from literally that's what a diet break is it is a break from being in a diet yeah in a calorie deficit it's a psychological break from having to track calories every single day and be in a calorie deficit it's a physical break yeah because you get more food yeah and like i programmed one for one of my clients who's just sort of finished his um weight loss sort of period um so at the end of that it was a case you can do it as, as a you know maybe it's a it's a break for an extended period of time mm. which helps him obviously it's probably that's probably more a mental help because mm. i think for a lot of people if you've been in that mental state of dieting for a long period it can be very draining on your on your mind and obviously you'd start building up bad relationships with foods and stuff like that as mm. well so um but for for his for his my client's sake it was more of a um, it was like a refeed meal. So I programmed one in and I mean, it's also like a little bit of a reward, I guess, in that respect. Yeah. Like you've kind of got to the, through to the end of this point, right? Have your rewards, eat, mm. eat your, eat your off calorie meal and, or have an off calorie day or however, however you want to do it. And, um, but it is like a little mental sort of boost. It's like that, a bit of a pick-me-up, isn't it? But Absolutely, yeah. The way I would normally run a diet break for my clients, again, it depends on the individual, but if someone is really, really struggling, but we still have a lot of work to do, or we just have a few more weeks left in the fat loss phase or a couple more months till we get to that end goal, what I typically do would say, right, for the next week, we're having a diet break, and I'd give them maybe between 200 and 300 extra calories yeah. for that week so that they have it's not an ex- what, what what it is is it's not an excuse to just go off plan and forget all about your goals and eat whatever the hell you want for a week that's not what a diet break is a diet break is a strategic calorie increase yeah. to give you that mental and physical break from being in a calorie deficit replenish everything feel recharged and you know fueled up again yeah. 
and then be ready to get back to it. So then after that diet break, you're like, right, I'm in the right frame of mind to get back to the calorie deficit and push on for the next you know, few weeks to get to the end of that fat loss phase. Yeah. And, and that's like, normally how I would do it. Because you can lose some of that sensitivity to, to dieting. And, yeah, yeah. and the same with bulking. Like if you are constantly in a state of, of bulking like in a, in a calorie surplus, your body sort of loses that ability to really process that food that you're eating properly. Yeah. So to have, like you could do it in that, that sort of sense as well. Like let's, let's say you're in a, in a bulk and you need a point where you're like, your, your body's not reacting to the food the same way. You could increase the food. But for most people, that's quite hard to do. Like if, if you're already on a high amount of calories to then increase the food with clean food, it's very difficult. The volume of food is a lot. So you could basically cut back down to maintenance or mm. drop the calories by a little bit get some of that sensitivity back in and then go again. Yeah. And that's essentially what you would do with your, with your clients, I guess, is you're, you're not saying like, let's go into a point where you're eating in a calorie surplus. No. You're already in a deficit. So you're only Basically going to maintenance. You're going, you're going back up to maintenance. Yeah. yeah. And um, so ideally, you're not going to put any weight on in that week. No, and sometimes your scale weight does jump up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we know it's water retention yeah. because your, your body's just like taking in no, a lot more food. I gave my clients all a diet break over Christmas and yeah. like they all shot up in... in of course. Ways. But then for the next few weeks afterwards, yeah. <laughs> it was like drastic drops as that and water that, weight and, came off. And it's also, it's really, diet breaks are really good because again, if you are getting to the point where you are really struggling to adhere to your calories and your macros and, and everything's kind of feeling like a really big struggle, some, you know, I've seen it happen where you put a diet break in just at the right time and it sort of saves them. It saves you from going, I can't do this anymore. I give yeah. up. I throw in the towel. I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. And then what ends up happening is you go overboard, undo all of your progress, and then you feel like you're starting from scratch yeah, yeah, again. Absolutely. So it avoids that. Um, and and there's, there's kind of different strategies with it as well. With some of my clients, what's worked really well before is like a three, one ratio. So you diet for three weeks and then you have a diet break for a week. Then you diet for three weeks, you have a diet break for a week. For some clients that really, really struggle to adhere to a calorie deficit, that can be a good strategy because they know they only have to stick to it for three weeks, then they get a week diet break. Yeah. And then another three weeks. So it's kind of like a mental thing knowing that the, they just have to work towards those little milestones. Yeah. And that's, it, might, it might be a little bit slower, but yeah, and that's all it is it can end. work quite well. Little milestones that will help. Um, build habits essentially yeah. you know it's just I guess that my concern in that situation is that would they in that week off kind of hit that like oh fuck it you know well, I know it's I know it's a, it's a diet week this week uh, yeah. diet break this week so I'm gonna hit that fuck it button and and I guess that does happen and like, if it does then that strategy probably isn't right for but at you. the same time it probably happens with clients who don't have those diet exactly. breaks anyway. So yeah. it probably might happen more often. Yeah. You know, if that's starting to happen every single weekend, you've got to start asking yourself, well, we've got to do something here because you're just undoing it every weekend. Is it the program or is it me? <laughs> well, yeah. But also I think a lot of people just, even like people who have coaches, like my yeah. clients sometimes, I, you know, I have to remind them, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if you're really, really struggling. Yeah. I'll reach out to you and ask you if you're okay. Us, but yeah, yeah you've tell, us tell us if you're struggling and, if you say to me, I'm really struggling to adhere to my calories, I'm feeling this, 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 and this, that's where your coach should come in and go, right, this is what we need to do. We need to take a deload. We need to have a diet break. There are things that you can do to make it easier. Yeah. Don't suffer and not ask for help. No, exactly. I think that leads us quite nicely onto like generally talking about burnout and stuff like that, whether it's uh, from your diet or from your training or... Um, however you want to see it you could you could probably apply these to general aspects of life and stuff as well um how would you avoid them in the future so i think to to say you could avoid them in general is probably unlikely um because you there will be times where you burn out and you don't notice the the stress building up i think that's the case of it most mm. of the time um so we've already touched on a deload that's always a good way just take some of that stress off you, mm -hmm. let yourself recover, and then go back up. Um, adequate recovery time. Again, you could probably count that into the deload sort of period. But if you're looking at training, for instance, if you are training seven days a week, your body's not going to recover. No, you're overtraining. Overtraining, and you're going to burn out. Like, mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time. If you can keep it up for a certain amount of time. When I was younger, I could, you know, I was playing loads of sport, training, I was doing loads of things. But mm. now I'm, you know, in my 30s, I can't do them anymore. It's just not the same. 
and it just takes its toll on our bodies and eventually it just hits us like a brick wall and you just can't can't go any further mm. um number three i'd probably say would be like switching it up so switch up your training switch yeah. up your programming switch up your the way you're looking at things switch up the foods you're eating if you mm. if you're constantly eating the same type of carbs for instance and you get to the point where you're like oh just i can't do this anymore if you're always having rice switch it to pasta to have something different as long as the macros are the same or you know check with your coach or your dietitian whoever you've got first if that's that's okay but for the most part they're going to probably want to change things anyway so um that's always a good way just looking at the whole program and just changing things if you have to mm. switch up the location where you're working for instance mm. i mean look at us that's exactly what we did yeah um trying something new or revisiting something old mm -hmm. i think always helps as well yeah so trying something new it could be a new type of training it could be a new um way of training it could be a new split it could be things like that really help or if you've had something in the past that's worked that you aren't doing anymore try doing that again because you know if it's worked it's worked so why not give it a go if it's not what if your things aren't if the way you're doing it isn't working now you might as well try it the way it used to work um and then i guess finally would be like set new goals mm. so it might be that you've got to a point where your current goals are limiting your progress. So if you're able to set new goals and kind of see that next step where you're going, you might be able to sort of get out of that slump, I guess, a little bit better. Yeah. You got any more you might want to add or anything? No, I think you summed it up quite nicely. Maybe you could try training with someone yeah. that might mix things up. Yeah. But I do think change of scenery is massive as well. Not always. That's not always going to cure it, but it has been a really big boost for us, just but training somewhere else, somewhere that motivates you. Exactly. And... Like somewhere that we've gone to different gyms, like locally, or we've mm. gone, like, just... Oh, our little oh, display's gone. Where's it's the control? The, it's on the... Uh... God, this is a... Disaster. This is a funny episode, this one. If you could see all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Um... Yeah, like we've gone to gym, other gyms locally before just for a day pass, just to try it out and yeah. just get a different vibe. Yeah. And then actually most of the time we go, we hate it. <laughs> Let's go back to our normal place. And yeah. you, you kind of feel like you you re respect the places that you like more then. Yeah. I think, yeah, and like you said, just maybe even setting new goals or just reminding yourself of your goals yeah. and why it's important to you. I mean, we've said this so many times, like having your reason why you're doing this. If you lose sight of why you're even doing this in the first place, it's going to be really hard to, to keep going and to tick off all the boxes every day. Remind yourself, even though it's difficult, there's a reason you're doing it to get to where you want to get to and you're not going to get there if you just give up. So yeah, re get re in line with your goals and if those goals have changed, set new ones. I guess you can fine-tune them as well. If you feel like something's slightly out of reach now, yeah. you don't have to necessarily change your goals entirely. You could just alter them mm -hmm. um, so it's more achievable or more likely to be achievable, however you want to see it, really. But yeah, I think that's a nice little spot to, yeah. to go on to Did the next thing. Did you have listeners' messages this week? Um, yeah, I had one, actually. Let me just uh, grab it. Do, 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 do. Sun's so, going down. The sun is going down. It's quite sad. We were going to have some lunch, dinner out on the balcony, but... Mm. Um, how do you know what you're eating is in your calories while you're away? Good so question. I guess, I guess like if you're on holiday, like we are, this is someone's sent this into my stories uh, Q&A yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I guess like if you're abroad like in the mm. uk obviously the calories are all printed on the menus now so are things they, like that are they can not help. here i've not seen it no i haven't that's true to be honest truthfully guesstimate yeah I'm at like 100%. if you are firstly if you're on holiday and you're tracking your calories and macros 
fair play to you. That's amazing. That's really great. Yeah. Um, it's not always possible, though. No, it's not always possible, and that's why you have to just kind of use your common sense yeah. a little bit. Like, if you're eating similar meals to what you'd have at home, you can sort of... You can either try and track it and just guess, or you can go more down the intuitive approach, knowing. Like, for example, for lunch today. For, so let, we'll talk about what we had. So yeah. for breakfast today, we had a bagel, avocado, poached eggs, and smoked salmon. Similar to what we'd have at home or what I'd have at home. Yeah. I know roughly how much that bagel's going to be. I know roughly that we had probably 40 grams of avocados. We can split the salmon in half, so yeah. we know what that is. And we had two eggs. That's yeah. actually quite easy to track. Yeah. Lunch. We know roughly how to weigh out rice, even though we don't have any scales. That's it. I think lunch was a little bit more difficult because in that respect, we were looking at, you know, we were guessing... We were eyeballing it, yeah. ...how much rice. But I think from doing it consistently... Yeah. I mean, you were you weighed out the rice. You were able to know roughly how much rice was in there. Yeah. The rest of it was veg and... and fr Not fruit. Yeah, salad and... Tomatoes and fruit. Chicken... Um, but yeah, so that was all kind of quite. It's, we're being more intuitive, easy to do, yeah. aren't more we? intuitive. But what I would say is, if you are, if you are in a calorie deficit, or you're trying to lose weight while you are on holiday or abroad or wherever it is that you are that you aren't able to track properly, just maybe if it looks like too much, or if it looks, it probably is. Yeah. And if it's the opposite and you're trying to, you know, in your reverse, reverse diet, maybe just add that little bit extra just to make sure. Yeah. Or like maybe order extra protein on the side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if you're, if you're somewhere where you're eating out. But if you're cooking your own, like yeah. if you're weighing the rice out and you're in a calorie deficit, just weigh it, just not sorry, weighing it, putting it in a, in a pan mm. and you haven't got scales, maybe just eyeball it, but under eyeball it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You're better off eating less than you are eating over. And I think also you're better off trying your best and maybe not being spot on yeah, than just not bothering at all. Absolutely. Like you will be yeah. close enough. You probably won't be spot on, but that's not the end of the world. You don't have to be spot on all the time. Just be aware, be intuitive, be conscious of your choices yeah. and use your common sense. Like, yeah. as you say, if you're going out to eat and you order a dirty burger and loaded fries, you're going to be over your calories. Yeah. But that's fine every <laughs> yeah. now and then. That's all right. Yeah. So if you want, if you're really passionate about eating something better, choose a better option on the menu. And no, it doesn't have to be the chicken Caesar salad. Just pick something, maybe chicken with your, your rice and your veg. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But just be aware of the choices that you make and yeah. do your best to, to get out. And if, you can, if there's a gym, go train. If you can go for a run, go for a run. If you can do steps, keep your activity up. It will all balance out in the end, I'd say. But don't stress yourself out about it. Because what I always say to my clients is, how do you want to look back on that trip? Because ultimately, yes, we want to stay on track with your goals. But do you want to look back and be like, God, I, I ruined that trip. I didn't enjoy a second of it because all I did was stress about calories and macros and how many steps I'd done and this and that. And me and my partner argued because that was all I was worried about. I didn't even enjoy the break. Or do you want to be like, do you know what? I did my best. I had a really yeah, good time. Exactly. So you've got to decide what's more important to you, I think. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Good. Sorry, rambling on. Um, the other one I had was, um, what supplements do you use? Oh, good question. So, without going into brands, because unless they want to pay me uh, to... <laughs> Otherwise, to free marketing. Them, free yeah. marketing, exactly. Um, to be honest, I, I typically just use maybe two or three supplements. Mm -hmm. um, so I will have, I do have whey protein, don't have any with me, but I do have whey protein that I try my best to have. I'm terrible at drinking protein. To be I'm fair though, we're quite good at getting our protein in without supplements. Very true. Yours is obviously higher, so it's, it's a little bit harder. It's but. there for me if I feel like I'm lacking on a certain yeah. day. Or, um, I should take creatine. I should add that back into my diet. Everyone should take creatine, to be honest. I take creatine. You take your creatine. You're very good. Don't have it with me right now either, though. Um, Didn't have the luggage space for no, it. No, exactly. <laughs> and then um, I just take a pre-workout and a pump, which is like a non-stim pre-workout, basically. Just makes them look huge. Yeah, just it. Yeah, feel good. Yeah. Feel good after you've taken that. Yeah, honest. obviously supplements are not required at all. Like you need to make sure you have a very healthy 
balanced diet before you start adding in supplements. Like they should not replace anything. No. But they, they can be two, a good aid. They are two supplements. Yeah, they are supplementation for things that you feel like you are lacking. Yeah. So whey protein powder is great. If, if you are someone who really struggles to hit your protein target just on food, I don't struggle at all. Add in some whey. Like if you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my God, I've got 20 grams of protein left. Perfect. One scoop away, 20 yeah. grams, sorted. Um, so yeah, I will sometimes supplement that in, but not so much because as I said, I, I'm quite good at getting it in without that. Um, but I do take creatine, especially now I am reverse dieting. So I take one scoop of creatine a day at any point in the day, whenever I remember, to be honest. Um, Pre-workout, yeah. all my supplements, I will name them because I do, I am a sponsored yeah. athlete with EHP Labs. So all my supplements are from there. So I use the Pride pre-workout. Shouldn't rely on it, but I probably do. Nah, you're okay. You do, you do. Probably more of a placebo like it's a yeah. mental thing just having a bit of yeah. a scoop of pre-workout um is there anything else i have sometimes my oxy greens yeah. from ehp labs they're just like a, a super green powder basically that's really good for loads of different things i will have that some mornings um sometimes bcaas but to be honest creatine creatine is probably mm. the only staple for me and pre-workout i forgot i also have a hydration formula oh, I use do, during yeah. the day, um, which just again helps me just stay hydrated. It's just vitamins and stuff, really. But mm. I really, I find that really helps me. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm flagging a little bit and like I'll, I'll drink it and I'll be like, oh god, like it's almost like a natural boost of energy. Do you know what's been quite bad as well? Like obviously we were talking about seasonal depression. Yeah. I haven't been taking any of my vitamins. Yeah. And that's terrible, but. You know, they do say you should really be taking them, especially through the year, winter. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? We always do those sort of things in the summer. Yeah, I know. Because we're just feel... like on a health yeah, 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 yeah. low. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's it, I guess, from us in yeah. in, in terms of su uh, what supplements here and listening questions and the podcast. In the episode, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Hope you enjoyed the Marbella edition. Yeah, episode two next week. And... Well... Marbella edition. Yeah, episode two of the Marbella edition. Yeah. It'll be episode 15, I think. God. Yeah, as always, let us know if you have any questions, any gym stories, anything you want to share with us. Maybe we'll have more to update you on next week of our travels. Peace. Peace.